I've slept in my car before. Mm -hmm. I will do it again. Hello, welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we're talking about freaky deaky Airbnbs, scare BNBs. Why are these Airbnbs so freaky? I don't know. And, and why, why do we keep so booking deaky? them? That's Two different jokes simultaneously. That's right. Bang for your buck. That's what you can get here on Guide to the Unknown. Yeah. Simultaneous jokes. <laughs> Listen back to catch the one you didn't hear. Right. And yes. choose which is your favorite. Please uh, let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. There are not comments on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. No, there are not. But do it anyway. So anyway, yeah, um, I am bringing some themed Airbnbs to the table that you can book and then be in like a crazy wonderland. And Will's going to talk about some, you know, ostensibly real life haunted Airbnbs. Correct. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> I uh, Airbnbs in general right now, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard the scuttlebutt. It's a thing. It's a thing right now that Airbnb as a business, I think we, we're also so used to the idea of, you know, like when Google came out, now you say, oh, I'm going to Google this topic. Right. But really, you could be searching on any web browser. We just default to Google. Lately, it's been you either go to a hotel or you go to an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. It rolls off the tongue so quickly. Yeah. It used to just be a B&B. Yeah. A bed and breakfast. Well, I will say a bread a bread a bed and breakfast is different than what an Airbnb is. Like a bed and breakfast is sort of um like a, a home that's been opened up into a hotel right. in a way True. where you can rent a room and it's still very communal. Like people all eat meals if they choose to at the same table and stuff. So that's a B and B. An Airbnb is just really a home rental or a room in a home rental, and it can be way more independent than what a B and B is. Very true. And the reason why it took off initially is because people could list, you know, I have a room that I never use. I could dress it up as its own, you know, commercial space, mm -hmm. a rentable room for somebody to be in. And it's cheaper than a hotel. Right. And it's a little homier. It's yeah. a little more familiar. And also, I think there's an ease to it. Like, for the most part, you can pull up, have your own parking spot a lot of the time. Just let yourself right in. You're not going through a whole humongous hotel right. and dealing with, you know, all the things that come with that. Exactly. It's a lot simpler sometimes. But the worm has turned. Yeah. And evidently, Airbnb as a company is not doing very well, or people are just booking Airbnbs less, mm -hmm. because it also turns out all these years later that there are a lot of like hidden fees associated yeah. with Airbnbs. It might be like, this room is available for 50 bucks a night, but when you say, I'll be there for three nights, then tax on like a $200 cleaning fee, and you're like, ah, come on. Right. So people are going back to hotels, if yeah. and when they're traveling at all anyway. Yep. Point is... Airbnbs are abandoned anyway. They might all be haunted. Yeah. We're going to talk about the ones that officially are some sort of a weird theme park, I guess. Yes. For your half and, and, yes. and classically haunted in mine. Yep. That's right. Um, you want to start with theme park and then we'll move to real ghosties? Yeah. Or do you want to go back and forth? Park. Okay. Well, let's let's go back and forth, but let's start with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is called The Ghostly Retreat. And this is in Fullerton, California, and it's a haunted mansion-inspired house hmm. that's 15 minutes from Disney in California, and it looks completely awesome. Um, let me read you the description of it from Airbnb, from Airbnb, and the links for all this stuff will be in the show notes. It's almost like we can be like travel agents here. I know. Because many of these places, I have, I have some spots where like... The details are withheld, uh -huh. but I do have some places where I can literally share the link for the actual place yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah, right. 
Um, so leave the world of the living behind and cross over to this ghoulishly delightful haunted. And also it says HM inspired. So I imagine that maybe they can't say haunted mansion inspired, but it is unbelievably clear. Yeah. Um, this delightful HM inspired and frightfully immersive retreat, you and your dot, dot, dot loved ones will encounter a plethora of haunted mansion replicas, ghostly illusions and sights and sounds that will make you feel that you are truly spending the night in Disney's haunted mansion. Oh, it did say that. All right, whatever. Make final arrangements now. The space. While staying at our humble abode, you may experience strange and frightening sounds echoing in the halls while you sleep. Mm. But don't worry, that is merely a sign that ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. This interactive haunted dwelling does contain lighthearted elements of illusion, sights, and sounds that occur throughout your entire stay. These elements, yet fun and part of the experience, are able to be turned off remotely at any time upon request by the homeowner. Thank God. I know. I, I was I was I was really thinking like I'm I'm down with the theme. I love the haunted mansion. Right, but if all night long it's like or like singing songs and stuff, I'd be like NF. Yes. Please. Come on. Come in. It looks awesome yes so the person who made this is a special effects artist cool um and almost like i I don't know if i would call him a hobbyist but i'm going to tell you a little bit more about him in just a moment and i'll know his name and everything but he's somebody who has a job as an executive in the energy industry oh really and yet is just super duper into halloween special effects everything like that so he's really involved in that community as well and has gone ahead and taken it upon himself to like pack this house with so many cool little details so it has the stretching room um different bedrooms are themed for different characters that you see as you move through the haunted mansion in disney uh which is if you don't know that's a ride in Disneyland and Disney World that is really, really popular and really cool. And we have an episode about it. So if you were to search Guides to the Unknown Haunted Mansion, you can find out more about it. All the variations of it around the globe. Right. So there's there's a Madame Leota room yeah. um, that has a crystal ball with the head of Madame Leota in it and it even has um, little musical instruments like up in a corner, like they're floating like yep. they are in that seance scene in the Haunted Mansion. There's a room titled Raven where everything is really dark color palette wise and there's like a raven that's animatronic that moves its head and its eyes light up. Cool. Um, there it is, is just, beautiful. It's incredible looking. It's so, so neat. And um, for the holidays, he zhuzhes it up to be a Nightmare Before Christmas themed place. So he does what he calls putting an overlay over everything. Not every single thing. Um, But it's still, you know, largely the Haunted Mansion themed thing that you came for. But where applicable, there are now nightmare before christmas heavily christmas uh leaning thing so there's like a christmas tree that goes up to the side and then tilts over like it's not quite right Mm -hmm. um where there might be portraits of ghosts in the regular haunted mansion there are jack skellington portraits it looks incredible and even extends to the outdoors where there's a graveyard outside and out back i also saw haunted mansion cornhole uh-huh, yep. And some sort of a putt-putt course, which is <laughs> yeah. a bit of a shock. 
Yeah, th- people comment on how like the outside is as cool as the inside. And so I went to the Instagram for this place. It's at ghostly underscore retreat and hit the tagged posts because I wanted to see what people who stayed there were posting. And there's a really cool walkthrough of the holiday decorations that you can check out um, if you go to those tag posts on the page. But it just it's super atmospheric in there. It's like dark and creepy. There's really no room that you can't tell is haunted mansion themed the like bathroom. The ba- exactly the bathrooms yeah. every single thing is really detailed and it even has like holographic mirrors that you can oh. buy a version of at like spirit halloween and places like that but they're made they, they look like the mirrors when you take the ride that have like spooky haunted mansion ghosts in them it's it's chock-a-block full, this place, is basically what I'm saying. Yes, if you are a Haunted Mansion fan, or even if you're just familiar with it, like, the attention to detail is pretty incredible. It's really that had awesome. There's Oogie like, Boogie. a pretty penny. Yeah, definitely. There's um, Oogie Boogie. It looks like he's maybe inside, like, a fireplace mantle. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it probably costs a pretty penny to put together. It definitely costs a pretty penny to stay there as well. Uh, yeah, it says that it's six forty nine a night. Whoa! Uh, but it is it it's a night. <laughs> it's it holds eight guests in four bedrooms. There are five beds and two baths, and I guess you take into account just the spectacle. And you would want to maximize. You'd want to be like, we got to have eight people to go to this, right? Definitely. Because if it's eight people, then it's what under a hundred bucks a person. Right. Okay. And remember, this is 15 minutes away from Disney in California. So if you contrast this with maybe staying at a Disney hotel, which I've never done before, but I understand is very cool, but also very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This seems like a very attractive option to me. That would be a fun thing to look at, too. That might be another World Dispatch kind of thing. But all of those, like, hyper-immersive hotels at theme parks now. I know. Like, isn't there, there – there's the Star Wars – you stay in like a dusty, crusty Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Like you sleep on like a slab. Yeah. Like it's like concrete and. Are they that extensive? Because I remember at least for the Orlando hotels, and I could be wrong, there could be people who are like screaming at their phones or whatever. Um, I think I knew that we wouldn't be able to stay in somewhere that was like really that expensive. But when Ryan and I went a couple of years ago, I looked at the Disney and Universal hotels. And I think I remember feeling like they were neat, but they weren't immersive like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just kind of maybe a color scheme is sort of like Belle or something, but it wasn't really. No, I think now you go to a place where you're like effectively in world. You're like a character at Star Wars Land. Well, that's awesome. I think I'm going in a couple of months, so I'll have to. Oh, to really? Let you know. mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Al's got a yearly right, conference. Right, right. I just remember it's around Zoe's birthday, yep. and don't want to split up Allie and Zoe, so mm-hmm. I think I'm going to take Zoe down. Yeah. And if I'm going down, might go around Disney. Why not? Might go around, go around old Disney way. Yeah. If we know any Disney peeps out there, give me the hookup. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's super cool. Or Universal peeps. Absolutely. So here's the deal. It is owned by Jeff Scheifelbein, um, and he seems like a super cool guy. Like I said, he I mean, he's got his hands in a lot of different pots. He's got mm-hmm. a full on job. I put just his straight up name into YouTube because I was like, because he does special effects stuff. I don't know. Maybe there'll be some interesting yeah. walkthrough videos. And there are a couple, but there are also a lot of videos of him just like lecturing for his job, his yeah. just regular job. Makes sense. That's um, great. Totally. And but he does seem like he's really active in also these sort of like horror based or Halloween community groups. So I found a little um, horror centric bio for him 
on the website for Midsummer Screen Scream, which is a horror con that he was involved in, at least in 2019, and says that Jeff is not a new face to the Halloween industry. He has de- he has devoted over 22 years to creating sets, props, special effects, and state of the art attractions for not only Sinister Point's own attractions. Um, obviously some sort of local thing, Mm -hmm. but for some of the biggest haunts in the industry, such as Knott's Berry Farm, Universal Studios, The Queen Mary, SeaWorld, and more. Wow. While he's known for his impressive Halloween installations, haunted attractions are a fraction of his countless projects. He spends most of his time working on motion pictures, music videos, and television and web content for companies including Fox Searchlight, Netflix, Lionsgate, Sci-Fi, YouTube Red, and more. Cool. Um, so this this guy's on the move. He's in it. Um, I looked through the reviews because there were some mentions here and there of there being like surprises and it being like super, super detailed in ways that you might not expect. Now I'm here. <laughs> right. And um, so I was looking for anybody to give essentially spoilers yeah, in yeah. the review. And one of the reviewers named Monique said, be sure to go to Master Gracie's room at nighttime. Pull back the curtain for a delightful surprise. Look down at the window cell and push the button if you dare. Whoa. So I don't know what happens, but like yeah. the fact that there isn't, you know, there aren't a million arrows pointing at something that you would have to move a curtain aside, find a button and be like, yes. oh, sweet, and push that and something happens. That's awesome. That is really cool. And also somebody named Edgar, no, Edgar noticed that not one detail was missed. Even the hidden Mickeys were there. Oh, oh okay. Super, super fun. It's all over it. Yep. Sweet. So I, I would... Honestly, I think it's worth just looking at. It seems like a very cool place to stay, but I would give Ghostly Retreat a Goog or a search on Airbnb so you can just look at this and be like, wow, that is honestly like a feat of creativity and engineering, and it looks like it would be so fun to stay at. I'm way into that, yeah. honestly. I remember I, I used to be cynical about like uh, uh, Disney stuff and, mm-hmm. and Disney adults, and certainly some people go ham sure. in a way where I'm like, ooh. That's certainly a lot. Gotta take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I legitimately and unironically and un- unashamedly yeah. am into the Haunted Mansion. I think it's rad. That place looks sweet. It looks amazing. That seems like a pretty penny. Yep. <laughs> All my pennies are pretty ugly. <laughs> but uh, I'm down with that. That's rad. Yeah. So I uh, let's, let's get to some real haunting stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, sort of. I've got a couple of fake things I want to talk about briefly. Yeah. Because uh, because we're talking about Airbnbs and staying at places and stuff like that. Obviously, right now, and I don't know if this influenced us at all, but it feels weird that it is happening simultaneously. That new movie, Barbarian. I honestly out. assumed that that was why you brought this up. No, oh. I don't. I don't think so. Anyway, maybe yeah. not intentionally. Yeah. But uh, Barbarian. Uh, most people, I think, are just like maybe you have seen this come across your social media or something and people are like you gotta see barbarian don't look up any spoilers yeah yeah do not be spoiler spoiled before barbarian right and uh i watched it yep you watched it so did i really love that first half hour yeah same really love that first half hour <laughs> i mean i feel exactly the same way Ooh, after that first that, half hour <laughs> after that Woo! i do not love Ooh, that first half hour. I do not feel good. Uh-uh. I do not feel well. No. I do not enjoy myself. I feel sick to my stomach. Right. In a not good way. Right. But that first half hour Ooh, is awesome. That first half hour. Yeah. Highly recommend that first half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but that premise is sort of around Airbnb. You go to an Airbnb. Yeah. Uh oh, somebody's already in there. 
And they say, no, 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 no. I booked this place. Well, now you got a problem. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to go? Yeah. And where are you right now? Do you really know where this house is and who owns it and the story behind it? What would you do in this scenario, do you think? (sighs) I would leave. I would, too. I would just drive around all night until the morning and then figure something out. Easiest. I I mean, call... I'd obviously call hotels, but if no when nowhere can take me, I'm still just going to be on my own. I'll tell you what. I've slept in my car before. Mm-hmm. I will do it again. Again. Oh, yeah. I would get the hell out of there. Definitely. Not, not necessarily because – probably from uncomfortability. It's yeah. a, 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 a sensitive, vulnerable position to be like, I, there's a stranger here and we're going to sleep in the same space. No, we're not. Hell no. We certainly are not. I'm going to leave now. Thank you. Right. Ooh, that first half hour. I know. It's great. Now, I've got other uh, two other reference points for what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. One is the movie 1408. Right. Yep. John Cusack stars as That's Mike, a banger. Mike Enslin. Yeah. Easy to say. <laughs> the easiest name I've ever had to say. Mike Enslin is a horror writer. Mm-hmm. He started out writing what he would consider like real books that come from the heart and he has something to say. And then he started realizing that there's money in writing about haunted places. And the love is gone. Right. The movie opens with him going to a bed and breakfast. And the couple at the desk are being like, oh, well, you, you've got to hear up uh, about um, Sylvia, whose children died of tuberculosis on the third floor. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Can I have my key, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just not in it. His heart right. is not in it. And it is a story about a writer who does not believe in the paranormal being forced to confront that he's wrong mm-hmm. go surreal yeah it's kick-ass it is i think uh unambiguously and unanimously considered the greatest kind of story on the on planet earth yeah no people love it for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love this kind of story it's great it also made me think of the haunting of hill house where stephen crane is a writer who does not believe in ghosts mm-hmm. and he spends all of his time writing about ghosts and at the top of episode one, he's interviewing a woman who talks about how she saw the ghost of her husband while she's lying in bed. And he will go stay in that bed and conclude, no, no, no. It's this. It's that. There's a dripping you know, leak above your bed. There's a dangerous intersection outside your window. Those two things are giving you crazy dreams. Right. Basically. And he will have to confront, maybe I'm wrong as well. Mm-hmm. So... Will I be in a similar position? Kristen, I'm My a writer. Lord. I'm a writer. I don't believe in ghosts, but I write about spooky stuff all the time. I'm going to look at some uh, Airbnbs that are said to be truly haunted. Will Boy. I change my mind? Will I be forced to confront the other side? This could change everything. Have you sensed the veil? Oh, yeah. It's so thin. It's like a wafer. I know. There's nothing there. So here's my first I'm actual. I'm going to get full on that. No. Although I do love a wafer. Love a wafer. The, we have so many now. That wafer thin veil between the living and the dead, I would have eaten that. You know why it's thin? Because I ate most of the layers. Yeah. Oh, man. Wafers are great, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> get get on, into it. Get into wait. We're on a wafer kick. Yes. Both uh, both families. Yep. Will got go. me on it. Uh, this is called the Haunted Suite in Historic Benton Park. Mm. This is in St. Louis, Missouri, and it's about to sound familiar up in here. Oh, okay. It turns out that Airbnb themselves have a page dedicated to... Airbnbs that are said to be haunted. Yeah. Which is fun. So this is the cheapest one. $69 a night. Sweet. Way cheaper than that haunted mansion. You yes. could have that. You could have the the production value of the haunted mansion Airbnb. Or it's you could... close to 10% of what the haunted mansion one costs. Yes, you're right. Yes, yeah. exactly right. Um, evidently, 
this building, the Haunted Suite and Historic Benton Park, uh, was associated with the Lemp Mansion. Oh, cool. It's not the Lemp Mansion. We talked about this. The Lemp Mansion, it was a family in St. Louis that built a beer empire. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, you can hear about that in the Haunted Missouri episode just recently on yes. the feed, quite frankly. I stumbled across – Airbnb fed this one to me. I didn't go seeking this out. Great. Um, now, it is said to be haunted. I have very little to go by. Here are some of the reviews. Emily posted this on the Airbnb, uh, on, on the actual page. There's a review of the Airbnb itself, and I looked out one, for ones that mentioned the haunting itself. So Emily, who stayed at this Airbnb, had this to say. Debbie and Tom were exceptional hosts. They were friendly, knowledgeable about the area, kept the place clean and super cute. Also, there was some ghost activity. Mm. So if a haunting is something you're looking for, this is the place for you. Beautiful. Period. End of sentence. I'm sorry. You can't leave it at that, Emily. (laughs) Yeah, Emily. You dropped a pretty big matzo ball there. There was some ghost activity. I know, just casually. Maybe Emily is encountering ghosts left and right so this is just another day at the office for her it begs questioning for me i'd like a little more detail the people have a right to know how does it feel yeah how does it feel i gotta know but there was nothing so here's another review from Catherine. uh i i sort of clipped out a bunch of stuff here's where it gets to the good the good stuff we had uh, we even had a little surprise left for us from the ghost possibly uh-oh what do you think a little doodle something on the pillow <laughs> yeah Chocolate on the pillow? It ain't chocolate, and it wasn't a kiss. That's not an Andy's candy. <laughs> what's, what's Andy's candy? <laughs> Andy's candy is that, like, chocolate and mint thing that's, oh. like, layered, and they leave that on the pillow sometimes. Those are good. Do they call them yeah. Andy's candies? I think so. I think of that as, like, an upper-classy, individually wrapped in foil, teeny-tiny mints. <laughs> I know. Andy's I candies. Sounds I think they cute. do. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it's just me. After enjoying some drinks in the shop, we decided to head over to a friend's for a bit. When we returned, the kitchen cabinets and pantry door were all wide open. We spent a few minutes accusing each other of the prank until we realized we walked out at the same time. And none of us had the chance. Definitely a memorable trip, and I highly recommend staying here if you get the chance. So, like, you know, not a threatening ghostly experience, but the idea of just, like, that's not how I left it. Right, what's going on here? It's kind of intriguing, and knowing what we know about the Lemp name, right? it seems like it's part of sort of like a, a grand tradition in St. Louis, Missouri. Maybe of, there's of some hauntings. sort of connection. Maybe. You know, maybe some ghosts have an attachment to every all things Lemp. That it, all things Lemp. Yeah. All Lemp all the time. Um, I have another mini here, if you don't mind yeah. me doing two back to back. Please. This is the most expensive that Airbnb had to offer. Uh-huh. Do you want to... Oh, first, let me say the name, all right? Okay. It's the Castello del Pozzo, all right? It's in Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's literally a castle. It's cool. the whole It's the whole thing. Do you want to guess how much per night? I, I, I'm horrible at stuff like this. Let's say 600. Oh, you're way off. Okay. Way off. For a, oh, it's the most expensive for a ca- of all. For the most expensive? And it's, it's a whole and castle? it's a castle? It's a whole ass castle? The whole castle. 1200 Very mu- much closer. Way okay. better guess. Way better yeah. guess. $10,000, 344 Oh, my God. Yeah. How about that? Wow. So uh, it is said to be haunted by the- Per night? Per night. $10,000? And somebody might just be like, eh, I know. All right. I know. I know. Wow. Wouldn't that be great? 
Patreon.com slash GTT. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I tried to look up Airbnbs around here, by the way, just to be like, maybe I'll go stay in oh, one yeah. and get haunted. Was there anything cool? Be scared. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, well, what are you going to do? I just remembered I didn't do that. I, I looked at it. <laughs> so you just lied? No, I think, I think you I just good. lied. I accidentally have lied yeah. to you, yes. No, because I, I was like, I, I'm literally looking at specifically Airbnb, but we're using this as a catch all, right? Right. So I was like, as long as it's not a hotel. Yeah, I wanted so like to VRBO just, and whatever. Don't know what that is. It's air. It's it's like Airbnb. It's didn't, the same thing. Didn't search that. Mm-hmm. I tried to find bed and breakfasts. Oh, okay. And I couldn't. It only spit out hotels. How are you going to find these things? Well, I think that's why. Well, I think that I, my impression is that perhaps until tonight you thought that bed and breakfasts and Airbnbs were the same thing. You don't know what I thought. Didn't you say that in the beginning? And yes, I, I did. <laughs> so I think that it's not impossible that if you looked at another, I don't know what you call it. I don't know if it's house sharing. I don't know what you call it. But if you maybe looked at VRBO, because bed and breakfast, I'm not surprised at all that they don't have that around here. I don't know what I did. It's a little bit more of like a, a destination thing. Well, worry more about what you're doing, okay? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all right. I don't know. So it's haunted by the ghost of Barbara. The daughter of the Del Pazzo Lord. Who, That's an awesome name. Who ruled. Barbara Del Pazzo? I'm Barbara Del Pazzo. Nice to meet me. And wait, she's this, the daughter of a lord? Of the Del Pazzo Lord. Cool. Yeah. I'm Barbara Del Pazzo, daughter of the Del Pazzo Lord. Hello, I'm Barbara Del Pazzo, daughter of the P- Del Pazzo Hello, Lord. Hello, I'm Barbara Del Pazzo, daughter of the Del Pazzo Lord. Just looking into the mirror, practicing it over and over. <laughs> <laughs> who ruled in the castle in the 1400s. Like so long ago, six hundred years ago. Yeah. Whether uh, when Barbara decided to elope with a man who wasn't her betrothed, her father locked her up in one of the castle's towers, and there Barbara died. Oh boy! Before coming back to the tower and haunting it as a ghost to this day. If anybody was going to turn into a ghost, it sounds like Barbara Del Pazzo. Of the had it coming of the Ital- daughter Del of the Del Pazzo Lord. Of course, <laughs> there's a masked ball. That you can partake in. Here's a big red flag. You can eat with the current owners. I wrote no thank you. See, that's a B&B thing. <laughs> that, that's that, very much. Don't need to be doing that. I'm yeah. not interested. All right. <laughs> Save me the soup. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll bring... That sounds like this is run like a traditional bed and breakfast. Don't need it. I like the old, let the old ways die. Kylo right. Ren said it best. <laughs> You'll get to visit the tower itself. Barbara Del Pazzo died shackled. I mean, that probably is awesome. There are eight bedrooms. Mm-hmm. So that's what? Just a couple thousand per bedroom. A mere drop in the bucket. So that would be, let's assume there are two people in each bedroom. You got 16 people. Mm-hmm. All right. That is, um, you know, 10,000 divided by 16. Easy. Of course. I know what that number <laughs> is, and it's much more attainable than I had realized. I could say it to you. But I don't want to. I won't. But there you go. So that is the uh, the Castello del Pazzo. That is the cheapest and most expensive of the official Airbnb haunted abodes. That's super, super cool. Yeah. I would like to stay at a castle. Or at least go to a castle. <sighs> I know. I'd like to give it a look. I know. I would like to go to the Stanley Hotel. Yeah, me too. I understand that the band Murder by Death does a yeah. show there every year. Yeah, really, it's very I cool. I really like that band. Yep. Um, I think that, that would be a good time. Definitely. We record these shows live, by the way, on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's our at GTTU pod channel. Now they have handles there, so you can literally just look up at GTTU pod on YouTube and get us. Yep. Um, or YouTube.com slash at GTTU pod. So Finn in the chat right now says, oh, 
Guide to the Unknown Secret Society meeting at the castle. Done deal. Let's. I, we should figure out the math on doing a meetup. That <laughs> yeah. would be cool. Yeah, that would be very All cool. around the globe. If the earth were only hollow. A retreat. If, we, if it were truly hollow, we could meet in the center of the globe. Because everybody could just leave their homes, go straight <laughs> go down. Go straight down. And we'd meet in the middle. You're right. You know, it's like, the shortest distance for all of us is to the Earth's core. It's <laughs> absolutely true. I identify most with the badger as an animal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They just go down there, and at least the badger from Wind in the Willows has a little room down there with, like, a mm-hmm. book and stuff. Yep. If we could all have that and then just go a little bit further and meet up. It explains why you're always badgering me. William. Chris. Well, you know what? Let's badger everybody out there right now. Why don't you come join us at patreon.com slash pod? What are Morlocks? What? Morlock. That's something that lives down there. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard that word before. Does it have something to do with a journey to the center of the earth? The Morlocks? I'm not kidding. I, I don't think I've ever heard that. going to need a yes or a no. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay, very good. I'm going to think you're probably right. Thank you. Yeah. Patreon.com slash pod. Multiple tiers. Find the one that fits you best. You're going to mm-hmm. get a bunch of shows. This past Monday... We released an episode where we played Resident Evil. Yes. The original. We play it. Um, I'm decent at it, I have to say. Yeah. We don't get very you far evidently. But we look up cutscenes, we look up spoilers, we look up we're playing a, a remake of the original game. We look at the original, original, original live action footage Which that is they awesome. shot for the PlayStation game in ninety six, and it is so cheesy and ins- yeah. it's insane. It's like emotional. Yes, yes. It's extremely 90s, and it's amazing. But check it out. Resident Evil lore, some game stuff, bottle episode, all in one thing. Mm -hmm. So that's at patreon.com slash gttupod. Check it out, join us, and we would love to have you, and it really keeps the show going. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much to everybody who's already over there. Highest tier, Demon Tier, gets a new episode every single week. It's doubling the amount of Guide to the Unknown most people would get. Mm-hmm. Join us. Yeah. Um, also check out themythtraveler.com. That is my personal website where I post all of my writing, um, new stories, new articles. Um, uh, there's a whole secret page for people who back me there. You can watch me work on new side quests, mm-hmm. I call them. I've got a new one in the works. I think it might be too ambitious, but I'm going to try anyway. We'll find out. You can understand. You can literally know what I'm doing and how. TheMythTraveler.com. Also, as of this past uh, week, both sites have been upgraded. You can comment on posts on GTTUPod.com and TheMythTraveler.com. We will be in there if you comment. We can comment back. Mm-hmm. We're afraid of social media going kaput right now. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about Twitter right this very second. Who knows if and when social media falls apart. Sure. You can find us on those websites. Yep. Also, as of literally recording today, it's five years of Guide to the Unknown. Yes. Yes. It's our Guide to the Unknown birthday. Five years. We started this show five years ago in 2017. Yeah. Unbelievable. I've loved doing it with you. Thank Me you, Rog. Me too. Thank you, Willie. It's also, been great. Also, it's our father's birthday today. Yes. So shout out to Richard Rogers. Shout out Richard Rogers. Be. I'm wearing his little altar boy pin, as oh, I do right? every birthday. Nice. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, And shout he Shout out, Pop. Yep. There you go. Pop, Pop. Okay. So let's talk about uh, the haunted bedroom at Talliston in Great Dunmo. Great. In the UK. Can't wait to hear you say all these words. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's a little tough. (laughs) William, this is awesome. Okay. This place. Holy crap. I can 
absolutely see walking into this and feeling like you're just in, you're out of time and you're in another world. It is so neat. So I'll read you the description from Airbnb. Um, so the headline that Airbnb provides is about this space and they write, Master bedroom in quote-unquote Britain's most extraordinary home. Decorated in Scottish Art Nouveau style, this room recreates in nightmarish detail the bedchamber of a seven-year-old Edwardian child, complete with books, toys, and ephemera. The haunted bedroom is an intimate, low-lit in period is... (laughs) No wonder you like this. It's low-lit. It's like (laughs) some sort of a dungeon, it sounds. I haven't seen the photos yet. It sounds... It it kind of is. Torturous. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, so let me start again because I think they have a typo. The haunted bedroom is intimate, low lit in period wall lighting and candles. Heavy drapes and wardrobe space. Sounds of ocean at base of cliffs outside windows. Cool. Uh, the space. Talliston House and Gardens was once an ordinary house on an ordinary street, but has now been transformed into 13 distinct locations, each set in a different time and place. And now the setting for the fantasy adventure novel, The Stranger's Guide to Talliston by John Tarot. Unlike other B&Bs, guests who book the haunted bedroom also have access to all the rooms in the main house to explore for the duration of their stay. These include a Victorian living and dining room, Japanese tea house, New Orleans kitchen, and boathouse bathroom. What? Photographs of the other locations are added to the listing, and for a full list of architectural or architectural plans of the property, please visit the Talliston website. Okay. Uh, what is Talliston House and Gardens? Behind an arched oak door set in a thicket hedge lies Talliston House and Gardens. This once ordinary house hides a magical labyrinth of rooms, each set in a different time and place. 25 years in the making, the project has taken the most ordinary of English dwellings, a three-bedroom, semi-detached ex-council house in Essex, and painstakingly transformed it into a wonderland of inspirational locations where time truly has no power. This is like powerful writing. This is like, there's a majesty to this. I really recommend that anybody who's inclined visit taliston.com. It's T-A-L-L-I-S-T-O-N.com. The website for this place is so comprehensive. There is so much going on. It is unbelievably cool even the story of the guy who created this house on the website is divided into areas of this man's or periods of this man's life yeah the like power animal that he identified with during that period he kind of has little like aliases for himself this is a thing and it is unbelievably neat so my understanding of this and he writes about it in sort of um like fantasy language it seems like a guy who clearly had means to do this came to a house made a lot of the rooms or each of them i guess in different themes just because and now he has downsized his items to be enough to fit into his vw bug and is now just traveling wow and has just created this and now has left it in the care of others that's great there's a taliston like um foundation or something that takes care of this it's enormous it's 
enormous. It's unbelievable. How are there so many things here? I just pulled I don't up know. the website. I'm, I'm telling you, the website goes super deep. It's not always easy to understand the website, as I'll explain in just a second. Oh, I have similar pumpies. Um, <laughs> right? On my dining room table. You do. Yep. Uh, and it's Pumpkins for non-weirdos. <laughs> He's got decorative <laughs> pumpkins and so does Kristen. Yeah. Uh, it is quite something, and I'm very taken with it. <laughs> oh, I have the same pumpies. All right. <laughs> so let me tell you uh, the story of the haunted bedroom, because while all of this is very awesome, yeah. it's not necessarily all spooky themes. Of course. Um, it's it's very, like, fantastical, sort of, but not necessarily all scary. Um, so the deal, the deal here is um, that... And I'm I'm sort of uh, abbreviating what's written on the site. Like I said, I I really can't recommend enough going to the site because it's really a fun experience in its, itself. Uh, this bedchamber with its black woodwork, fretwork altar panels, and emerald trellis and quarterfoil fabric walls or quatrefoil, not sure. Not sure. Never heard those words. Was decorated for the McPhersons, who were the owners of this home's first child. Jack, the child, always complained of noises in the night, but it was only after the boy's death that the first true hauntings began. Due to this, the superstitious couple locked the room, sealed it with various holy symbols, and vowed never to set foot in it again. So I'm not clear on whether – I think this is – a fictional story? I know. Where Where is the line? I, I believe that it's just straight up fictional because this guy is a writer. Right. And kind of weaves a lot of imagination to ev- into everything going on in the house. But it's still super cool. So this is the intention behind the room, the story behind the room. Right. Um, and then he even has – see, this is why it's like a little confusing because there's a photo of this family, like a photo of a little boy and stuff. And it says Jack McPherson. Yeah. Um, it's great. I, I love the – whether it's real or not, right. I, I am like you. I think I'm going to assume that it's not right. real. Um, it's just like an attention to detail and a showmanship. And I you mean, know, I would love to go to this place. This looks absolutely unreal to me. I really could see just kind of like just separating from. You can really forget your troubles. Forget a spa or yeah. something. Like you just forget that the real world is a thing. Yeah. In some place like this, this looks absolutely unbelievable to me i love it um so here's the story that he has written on the page for jack mcpherson um and i guess this is jack is a nickname and it says Sathan mcpherson was only seven years old when his parents found him dead in this room the boy always known as jack was a reclusive solitary child and after his death this room was locked and unused the child's ghost was said to have been seen in the corridors so the salon was blessed by a priest warded and completely sealed and then it has a little picture of a ouija board and planchette and sort of um an explanation of what those are i believe that's something that's in the room for your use Mm -hmm. and um to describe the room you know i used their like very flowery language that i'm sure people who are into graphic design might understand i don't understand it that well but basically the view when you walk into the room through a super duper heavy wooden door that's carved with things like it looks like there is a little um almost like a second door like a peephole at the top of it or (laughs) like you know on tv where they'll slide something and be like password right it looks like that except it's like a tiny second door um you open that up and then there is 
like a four poster bed of carved wood. Everything's like very heavy and dark. There's like tons of draped velvet all over the place. Um, a maroon plaid carpet, uh, like patterned wallpaper like it's not a it's not a minimalistic space in any sense you're not resting your eyes here you know you're looking looks around like? at a million different things i'm gonna give you a comparative that it might work for some people this looks like it might be um serious black's childhood <laughs> bedroom oh my god you're absolutely right right yes you're absolutely right and this so, looks like 12 grimald place <laughs> it's actually yeah you're totally right and um, so in Taliston, because it's divided up, rather than a price for renting out Taliston as a whole, which for all I know you can do, um, but it's listed as an individual room on Airbnb at a much more affordable 171 a night. Now, again, it's for this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it specifically but, is, right. It looks like it's maybe two two people. Mm -hmm, right. Yeah. Um, but as he said, you have access to all these other cool themed yeah. rooms in the house. I, I'm, I'm pretty blown away by this one. I was it's, on it's, this it's, website it's for a while. I actually, because there's so much to the website, I yeah. actually at first scrapped this as something to cover because I was like, I can't even wrap my mind around this. I know. But then much. I kept thinking about it and thought it was so neat. I wanted to bring it back up. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful it really, and so really inventive is. and very eccentric. The yep. space is eccentric. And also, I say it as a compliment, um, based on the section of the website that's his bio that they refer to as being about the Wizard of Taliston. Yeah, yeah. I would say that the creator of this space is kind of eccentric. Sure. Um, it's super duper neat. And I highly recommend giving it a look. And I hope that I was able to give you somewhat of an idea of it through talking about it. I, uh, I, I value eccentricity. I, oh, I, I do too. That's a, a complete compliment. Absolutely. I, I think it's really, really interesting. And, and, and there's a little section um, on the website page for the haunted bedroom that's kind of going through some of like what your senses will experience in this room. <laughs> what are you smelling? Yes. Yeah. It says sights. Edwardian child's nursery bedroom now kept locked and sealed after boy's fateful death. Sounds. Stillness and dread are invoked by a resonant presence in the midst of a passing thunderstorm. Smells. Fresh notes? Water. Top note? <laughs> I thought you mispronounced fresh nuts. <laughs> fresh nuts? <laughs> no, maybe I just mispronounced fresh notes. Fresh notes? Fresh notes? Fresh it, water. <laughs> oh, any pretense of, of like pomp and circumstance. It's gone out the window. Sights, sounds, a thunderstorm pushes in. Smells, fresh nuts. Fresh nuts. <laughs> I do love the smell of fresh nuts. Like when you pass like a nut cart in the city, that's a great smell. I don't believe they're fresh. Well, warm nuts. I'm not buying it. I guess I like heated nut smell. There's a sucker born every minute. You, know, you can just hold a nut in the palm of your hand that? until it warms up. Not the same. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? You, can, Do you, like you, know, that you smell? can sit, put a, a sack of nuts in your back pocket and sit down for a while. It's just the same. It's not that bad. Um, they have these like milkshake packets at the grocery store that you can get. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but okay. So it's basically like ice cream, but it's in sort of like a Capri Sun thing. And you're supposed to like mush it around and get it to like sort of like loosen up or whatever. And so when we were getting those for a while, I took to sitting on them to warm them up. And Ryan thought it was weird. 
All right. All right. You shouldn't have said it. <laughs> it's too late. Um, it's like a bird nesting, you know? Then I get a yummy milkshake. Okay, anyway, the rest it's, of the notes. Bizarre. The rest it's, of the notes. It's fine. I mean, you know, it's fine. It's just... Smells. <laughs> Fresh nuts. <laughs> Don't try to win me over. Water. Don't try to get back to when it was good. <laughs> Retreat to the safety of a good joke from a weird story. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Continue. Well, I'm almost done. I just want to say the rest of the smells that they list. I used I to store Elios down the back of my pants and just wait for a while. <laughs> Sometimes well, I put chicken nuggets. constantly kneading and it takes a long time. So I was like, well, why don't I cut them out? There's pressure for my huge ass and it's warm. So it like does what it's supposed to do. All right. Anyway. Top note, Patty Wax Ocean Tide. That's a kind of candle. Wait, is it? I'm not sure. And Sea Salt Room Spray, Middle Note, Diptyque, John Galliano Room Spray, and Base Note, St. Evel Embers Scented Candle. And we're done. And we're done. Go ahead. Nothing else. I don't know. It's weird. You're a weird person. <laughs> You're a weirdo. Were we just lauding eccentricity? Ah, uh, there's eccentricity, and then there's like... William! People you gotta keep an eye on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> They're milkshake hands. <laughs> we haven't gotten those in a while. We should. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah, I think there's a reason. Ryan stopped getting them from the store. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to uh, real ghosts. You don't have one right now, do you? <laughs> what are you sitting on? <laughs> if only. Yeah, they call you the Dairy Wouldn't Queen be, for a reason. That'd be amazing if I pulled one out. That'd no. be incredible. Yeah. Um, Alright, this is a uh, this is a little bit they different. the Dairy Queen spits <laughs> up on that. Okay. This is a little different. This is not a an Airbnb mm-hmm. listing. I found somebody sharing their encounter or their experience on Reddit. Beautiful. This is a story. They have made sure to hold back any details which could identify the house itself, mm-hmm. which, you know, for Usually me... Usually means it's good. Right. It adds some validity somehow, even though they, anybody could be lying. Yeah. You know. So this was a story posted to the Paranormal Encounters subreddit by user AMC Jeep for the win. All right. I have no idea. Whatever. I don't know. So they're detailing a trip that they took with their girlfriend just before the pandemic uh, into the, quote, woods of Vermont. And boy, oh boy, did they love the drive, Kristen. Oh. Saying, quote, honestly, I'm not sure any vacation spot can top the experience of getting there in that Jeep. I, I I get that. This person loves their Jeep. <laughs> yeah, they clearly do. Which is great. Jeep people seem to love the Jeeps. Yeah. Uh, now, much like the Blair Witch Project, things seemed to be okay by the light of day. But as the moon rose high, mm-hmm. goblins came out to play. Oh, no. That's not what happens in Blair Witch. There are no <laughs> goblins, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Maybe there are. Maybe they just didn't address them. When it's dark, it's creepy. Yeah. Night one. Here's a quote. I, I'm literally going to read you his story here. Okay. After a big dinner and probably too many episodes of American Dad, we no went such to thing. bed. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> I don't think I've ever even seen it. Uh, one. Yeah. I'll give you one. <laughs> uh, that night, we heard an extremely loud boom coming from the front door as if someone kicked it with everything they had. Honestly, I thought I dreamed it because I heard nothing after that. But the next day, I asked my girlfriend if she happened to hear it as well. To my surprise, she said she had. Now, from here, user AMC Jeep for the win says that they checked around the house. Evidently, there was like, it wasn't paved, I guess, just outside the house. They could see footprints. Mm -hmm. It was only theirs 
and their girlfriends. No third set of footprints. Nobody else came to the house, presumably. Yeah. But they did notice that the metal front door to the Airbnb, Airbnb had a big dent in it as if it had been kicked in. That's scary. It is scary. So they go out adventuring. They go hiking. By day, everything apparently is, is fine. It sounds like they had a nice day. I don't know if I'd be able to just go about my business. But again, that's like, really worrisome. How easily can you convince yourself that you heard something or you were falling asleep or especially at night, right? Mm-hmm. Your perception does play tricks on you. I, I, but have I you ever, think that in the light of day, they would be able to see there's like a dent here, like something happened. I, For there'd be a big dent like that. What, what would that be? Well, it depends on what you're picturing in your mind's eye, a big dent to be. Yeah, it I guess could, so. It could just be that the door itself had accrued some damp. Like, yeah, I've, I guess so. If you look at any door jam of really like any house where somebody lives, the paint is chipping, right? Or something. Sh- and it's like, oh, did something happen? Did somebody try to pry open the door here? I guess I was thinking about something that's noticeable that you didn't see when you first entered. Like there was like a new right. something. But that, I guess that's d- not the case. It wasn't significant at the time. True. Right. You were probably True. trying to unpack the, the Jeep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say car. I apologize. Jeep. Of course. And get into the house. You're not looking for details like that. With the added paranoia of did I experience something last night? Now you're looking at that door specifically yeah. with fresh eyes and, and, you know, you're primed to maybe pick up. It could be confirmation bias is my point. Definitely. I'm thinking of it more. In, it's still confirmation bias. It still applies. But I think I'd be thinking about it in a more real world way. Like what happened? Somebody like kick the door last night. What's right. what's going on? I'd just be nervous about like safety uh, uh, absolutely yeah. agreed totally agreed um uh i just had another so when when we did earth break we had gotten a cabin um it was down uh, a road i don't even this would give away where it is i shouldn't say the name of the road the road name that led to the cabin um was the equivalent of being called like um all right, okay, road. Uh-huh. It was like the name The name of the road was as if it's like, you should be concerned going down this road. Uh-huh. It doesn't have a normal name. It has a name that's like, oopsie road. Weird. And uh, to get to the cabin, you would go, it, w- it wasn't paved. It was all dirt. It's mm-hmm. like a desert, you know? And you would cross a creek. You could only cross it at certain times of day where the creek was had ebbed and was was small mm-hmm. there would be d- giant chunks of the day where you can't leave because the creek is overflowing the road yeah i would walk around the cat a lot of it is just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen earthbreak like, is a podcast that will worked on yes that they recorded on location at this place so when go check it out yeah uh but so uh when we weren't recording like at night or whatever i would just sort of like walk around check things out there was a donkey there Wonderful donkey. Great. Might have been a horse. <laughs> Memory is a tricky thing, Kristen. Of course. <laughs> not sure anymore. Of course. Just not sure anymore. <laughs> I found a door under the house. I took photos of it. It was a jar. Yeah. And I kept wanting to creep. To- I could see it. I couldn't get to it. It was down like a simple stone pathway that I didn't trust. Mm-hmm. It looked like 100 years old. Yeah. You know, I-, I wanted to go see what's like under that door. Yeah. Just the idea that there's a door that seemingly goes underneath the house, like a basement sort of. Right. And it's a jar. <laughs> like at a this root place cellar that we kind rented. of thing? Maybe? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, nobody knows that we're here. Nobody knows what we're doing. Cell service was terrible. Yeah. It was like something that you want to explore. Yeah. But my point is also, for going on that tangent, is this. When you deliberately go to the middle of nowhere, as this person did, mm-hmm. as as AMC Jeep for the Wind did, sure, 
you also sort of accidentally prime yourself to be noticing things that are out of the ordinary because you're seeking safety. What you really want to know is, should I feel completely secure here? Mm -hmm. Or at least this is what I do. So you look for the cracks in the veneer of this experience. Yeah. There's a door ajar down there. I want to be aware that that's there. I don't know for what reason. What am I waiting for? The zombie apocalypse or some sort of a creature living down in there? But I want to know that there's a door ajar there. You just got to look alive. You got to scope things out, look alive. Yeah. Agreed. And so that is sort of what I'm getting at here with this guy too, is like some of these experiences are just like, I like getting away, Mm -hmm. right? Ali and Zoe and I went to a remote cabin last year mm-hmm. on Airbnb and I loved it. Yeah. But we could hear coyotes like yeah. screaming in the middle of the night and Molly would flip out and stuff. Yeah. Like, you gotta be on your toes a little bit. Definitely. So here's night two. During the day, they had a wonderful day. They got in the hot tub, soaking it up, splashing, <laughs> mm-hmm. having a blast. Bubbles, the whole thing. <laughs> then the dark brought evidently some form of a disturbing feeling. Here's the story. Quote, I had a strong feeling we were being watched. We are all familiar with this feeling, and typically there's a source, but not this time. It just felt like it was coming from literally everywhere, as if every inch of that house was just consumed with eyes staring. There was even more to this feeling. I was also under the strong impression that if I acknowledged the, that experience in any way, it would suddenly get a lot worse. Wow. So I said nothing. Mm-hmm. This is a weird psychic. Exactly. That's, that's, yeah, that's very strange. It's like a bear. It's like you're interacting with something's consciousness that's yeah. not there. Yes. Yeah. But it makes me think of like a wild animal that you're mm-hmm. seeing and you realize like if I run, yeah. I have to act calm. Because the right. second that I look nervous, it's going to sense weakness and it's going to actually attack. Right. This guy is there with his girlfriend feeling like there's something like watching him and feeling like, well, if I slip up, if mm-hmm. I if I show my belly, so to speak, it's over. Yeah. That, that's terrifying. That's cool. So there were no thuds or bangs that night, but they do say, quote, the presence grew stronger. It felt like I was trying to sleep with strangers standing over me in the dark. And I certainly did not get up to pee that night. Ooh. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I peed right where I was. Proudly. That's right. Your move, demon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Day three. They get out of the house again. Go adventure, hike. And then uh, here we go. At night, quote, until this point, the unsettling feeling had only been at night. But this time, even in the morning, it was violently strong. Like at any moment, one wrong move would result in a hundred poltergeists tearing the place apart. So they go out. Mm-hmm. Then uh, at nightfall, I felt like I was on some kind of drug. Laying in bed. This is messed up. Laying in bed, I got touched many times. My feet, shoulders, ears, hair. And when I wasn't being touched, I could hear breathing and these strange tingling feelings. Evidently, after a time, the noises start up again. Uh, they talk about like how there's like banging and, and slamming, maybe furniture moving and stuff. But mm-hmm. this is also how they described it. Quote, you would have thought there was a Thanksgiving galler- gathering going on in there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Thanksgiving gathering. I know, it's funny. That's your default I know. for a loud party. What is it? Thanksgiving over there? Keep it down. <laughs> right. <laughs> or give me some. Yeah. I'm a trip to fan. Yeah. At 2.30 a.m., I was ready to take us home. Here's where it gets worse. 
My girlfriend is an extremely light sleeper. If I so much as adjust my pillow, she wakes up. But not tonight. So he starts trying to shake her. That's weird. And push her away. Yeah, that's scary. talking to her. She's not budging. She's not moving. Mm -hmm. So he has no option. He just lies there next to her and waits for the sun to rise. Quote, the moment the smallest sliver of sun peaked over the distant mountains, all of the action stopped. Very weird. So now we're into day four in the morning. His girlfriend wakes up almost like nothing even happened. Quote, she slept like a rock and felt as though all she had done was she blinked and it was morning. They pack up immediately. They get in the car and leave. While driving away, seeing the cabin in the rearview mirror, he finally says how he's been feeling about the house to his girlfriend. Quote, she also felt it. Mm. She she also felt like acknowledging the hostile presence was going to set it off like a bomb. Wow, what a weird thing. So they had both together, silently, been experiencing this weird oppressive squeezing, prying, staring, imposing energy. Right. Uh, And uh, here's how he starts to sort of wrap this up. Living in the rural (laughs) northeastern region of the United States, you can't really be a complete skeptic of the paranormal. Mm -hmm. That was like an interesting thing to say. We grew up, obviously, in the northeast U.S., I, I've always felt like, you know, we came from Connecticut, obviously. We recently did a Connecticut episode as well, um, where everything was tied to, like, you know, hundreds of years of society and, and growth and graveyards and death. And mm-hmm. you've talked about this doing grave rubbings during, like, preschool. Yeah. Like, it, it was just always a, sort of a part of our life, mm-hmm. eeriness and, and morbid subject matter. Yeah. Often in, like, educational Lightways, pretty but just much, but it's just always there, ever present. Yeah, and I, so I thought that was an interesting comment for him to say. Living in rural northeastern United States, you can't be a complete skeptic. Yeah, you I, feel it. I, I think that the rural part of that plays a decent role in it because I've heard basically that sentiment before about yeah. like when you live in rural areas that are a little bit removed from everybody else, there's just less noise, there's less light pollution, there's right. less of all these other. Um, outside factors that maybe make space for paranormal things to sort of present themselves a little bit more or for you to notice them more. Maybe they're always there, but they're just things that interfere when you live in more suburban and urban areas that don't allow you to see them. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's a concept I've heard of and I think is so interesting. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I was curious to see what comments there would be on this post. Cause I figured on Reddit, people are going to yeah. go back and forth about this forever. Like nothing. This story has gotten like no attention. I think it's really cool. I think it's fascinating. I think it's really well written. It's evocative. AMC Jeep for the win. For the win, you won. Wrote a really, uh, you know, you know how I f- I think about these things. I think about it as writing a really interesting story. Mm-hmm. It's well told, yeah. certainly. Whether or not I believe in it is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating to read. But here are the comments that do exist. Somebody asks if <clears throat> AMC Jeep for the win shared their experience with the owners of the Airbnb. That's a good question. They say no. I did not tell them what I, I what I had experienced there um, for reasons I can't get into because it would somehow give away the location. Hmm. I don't want to tell you all yeah. what I did and didn't say to these people. Like they're really trying to hold back anything that could let you look it up. You're right. Which is either 
a check mark in the it's real category or a check mark in this place doesn't exist category, depending on how skeptical you are. Mm-hmm. I just say it for the sake of argument. Sure. Um, they also, uh, da, 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 da. oh, somebody says, damn, that seriously creeped me out. And here is the last response I have from this person. Um, quote, it was certainly intense. The beginning stages of that haunting felt more like anxiety than a haunting. Honestly, I don't know what was worse. The poltergeist-like behavior or the mental games. I would hate to know what would have happened if we were offensive guests. Interesting. Which that's interesting and loaded. Like, yeah, you know, I almost want to hear them unpack that. Right. Like, what does that what, mean? What does that mean to you to be, yeah, an offensive guest? I, maybe, maybe it is that sort of like if you had called out this. <clears throat> I was about to say, that, at a baseline, they both felt like they weren't supposed to acknowledge it. So right. even just that acknowledgement would be offensive to whatever was going on there. It sounds like very true. It's it's interesting. Yeah. And uh, just for just to note it, this same user has posted in this same forum several times and i'd be curious to 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 look at the other experiences that they they say they've had obviously anybody who's having constant experiences it also affects the way that he might look at any one of them Mm -hmm. right yeah um but it was in the subreddit paranormal encounters and that was user amc jeep for the win and it was a fascinating read sweet uh that i really enjoyed yeah there you go that's awesome well, thank you, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that episode. We hope that that gets you clicking around and booking yourself a little vacay. Don't you want to travel now? <laughs> I know. So encouraging. Go to a spooky Airbnb or one that's really, really, really expensive, but really, <laughs> but really, really cool. Unbelievably cool. Well, I hope it was fun to listen to just from the comfort of your own home or car. The haunted ones should be cheap. <laughs> right like there should be like a, a discount there's yeah. having to deal with the ghosts yes yeah, right. yeah yeah yes that's what i'm saying i mean honestly i feel like it's more likely that they would be more expensive for people who want to come and experience that, that so everything makes it more expensive right? yeah, yeah totally anything that's like a novelty in any direction there's somebody who that's going to be attractive to right so then you can kind of crank up the bucks a little bit the toilets don't work you say oh i will pay you five thousand dollars i will give you my life savings for the pleasure (laughs) we get into a bidding war with each other (laughs) oh forget it they say walk away uh so if you like the show as we mentioned before you can go to patreon.com slash gttu pod and sign up to support it and get tons of bonuses in return that are really fun you can also visit us at gttupod.com if you want to check out past episodes links to all sorts of stuff like our facebook group information about advertising uh and anything else you could possibly know about us the comment sections are now open mm-hmm. feel free to post to your heart's content certainly oh and there's also a search bar on the front page yeah now, yeah i yeah, want to yeah. say as well that's a big one for gttupod.com yes definitely if you want to find out if there's a particular topic that we've covered or you want to find a, a specific episode our feed is only growing right mm-hmm. we've got 262 episodes of this now plus all the bonuses plus yeah. all the patreon.com slash gttupod stuff uh use that search bar mm-hmm. on the front of the page uh, go to themythtraveler.com. You can also search for stuff there. Y'all. There are also comments there. But there are also a ton of stories and articles. And I'm always working on stuff. So go poke around. Have a good time. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, everybody. Yeah. At GTTU Pod on all social media as it exists. You can also follow us. Yep. I am at Chillin' Kristen. I am at The Myth Traveler. So we'll see you next time. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld go we.
Maybe That's there's... it. I'm staying at a Super 8. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just skip the Econo Lodge. I hear they leave a little extra something in your room. Hidden behind the side table. <laughs> they make you find it. Do people know that story? We've we've mentioned it, but Will and I stayed in the Kano Lodge with our dad one time and there was a poopy behind the side table. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Pop. Happy birthday, Dada! <laughs> yeah. That was a hell of an adventure. We tell this to honor you. We honor you, Father. Yep. We honor you. 